Today in Science from Wired. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off US versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous US China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. The United States needs an earthquake warning system already by Eric Niller. On Monday night, residents of the Los Angeles neighborhoods of Westwood, Los Feliz, Silver Lake, and parts of the San Fernando Valley experienced a mild earthquake, a magnitude 3.6. Most people slept through the tembler and no damage was reported. But a select group of 150 LA residents got a text alert on their mobile phone a full eight seconds before the quake hit at 11.10 p.m. That's enough time for people to drop, cover, and hold on. Along with a pinned location of the quake's epicenter, the text gave its magnitude and intensity, the number of seconds left before the shaking, and instructions on what to do. The system detects an earthquake's up-and-down P-wave, which travels faster and precedes the destructive horizontal S-wave, and converts that signal into a broadcast warning. Other parts of the world have similar systems, but accessible to a wider population. On Tuesday afternoon, Mexico City sirens blared a few seconds before a magnitude 7.1 earthquake struck the capital, flattening hundreds of buildings and killing at least 200 people. When an 8.1 magnitude quake hit on September 7 off the coast of Mexico, the SASMEX alert system, collecting data from sensors along Mexico's western coast, gave residents more than a minute's warning from sirens and even news reports on radio and TV. A complimentary smartphone app is used by millions of Mexicans, and Japan also has a sophisticated earthquake text alert system, giving tsunami and earthquake warnings to the entire nation. So why is the U.S. earthquake system stuck in beta mode with only a lucky few getting an earthquake heads up? The L.A. residents received their early warning as part of a pilot study conducted by the U.S. Geological Survey and Santa Monica-based early warning labs. But experts say lack of money and bureaucratic inertia has stymied the USGS Shake Alert warning system, despite a decade of promises and positive trial runs. The USGS has only installed about 40% of the 1,675 sensors that it needs to protect seismically vulnerable areas of the West Coast, in Los Angeles, the San Francisco Bay Area, and Seattle. 
says Doug Given, who coordinates the shake alert system at the USGS Pasadena office. We still don't have full funding, says Given. We're on a continuing resolution through December 8 and are operating at the level of last year's budget. ShakeAlert costs a measly $16 million each year to build and operate, but the USGS has only been given $10 million each year. The Trump administration's proposed budget had zeroed out the entire ShakeAlert program, but dozens of lawmakers from Seattle to San Diego protested. A House committee blocked the cuts in July, but the final budget document is still awaiting passage. The promise of ShakeAlert, which goes beyond the smartphone app tested by those L.A. residents, has already been shown in many ways. The system gives automated early warnings to slow BART trains in the Bay Area and protect California oil and gas refinery operations. ShakeAlert will even automatically put NASA's Deep Space Telescope in Goldstone, California, into safe mode. A few luxury condo buildings in Marina del Rey, California, and Santa Monica College have also purchased a commercial version of the ShakeAlert warning, which piggybacks off the USGS sensors but offers a direct signal to the building that slows elevators inside. But getting a widespread text alert system up and running for the millions of Californians and Oregonians and Washingtonians is a tougher sell. The engineers and scientists working on the project have to be confident there won't be false alarms that would weaken the warning's credibility. They're also dealing with a bottleneck from U.S. phone companies, who haven't been able to embed the warning signal into existing wireless networks. This, according to Josh Bashum, founder and principal investigator of Early Warning Labs. Unfortunately, the way our telcos are set up, they aren't fast enough to deliver an early warning, Bashum says. The providers don't have the ability to send an automated text message to the millions of people living in Southern California, for example, that could also override all the other signals that phones are processing at the same time. These texts have to go out in the narrow window between the detection of the P wave and the arrival of the potentially deadly S wave, or they aren't any good. Then again, Japanese cell companies have figured it out. The USGS and Vashum have been meeting with the cell providers to push the effort, but Given expects it won't happen for at least another three to five years. In the meantime, he hopes to at least get more seismic sensors in the ground so that scientists can alert first responders when a big quake hits. The closer your seismic station is to the earthquake, the quicker you're going to recognize it, detect it, and send the alert, Given says. Given that we don't know where the earthquake is going to occur, we have to have sensors all over the potential area of coverage. Sure, he could put a lot more sensors along the San Andreas Fault, which has the highest odds of another quake, but that won't stop other quakes from hitting. For now, residents who live near seismic zones will have to make do with a real-time warning and hope their building is up to code. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. 
you'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.